You're listening to Sports Ball, recorded October 1st, 2018. If you hear something you would like to see from this episode, visit roosterteeth.com. Welcome to Sports Ball, presented by Nobody. If you want to have sponsors uh, appear on the show, send us some ideas for some. We'll take literally anything at this point. Don't talk, let me introduce you. Joel Heyman, filling in for Jack Patillo, who is filling in for Mia Khalifa, who replaced Jack and Joel on the original Sports Ball. I'm Tyler Coe. This is Joel Heyman. Welcome to the show. The show has gotten a lot uglier in the last three weeks. Do you think so? It went from like a, something good to look at to Jack to something worse than Jack. You two are definitely a step below Mia. Maybe a step is being rude to me. Or Mia. a ladder. A long way. Or an away. elevator. A shaft all a the way shaft. down. A long shaft. Sha- the long it's shaft. Probably not a good term to use with that either. Yeah. It's a long ways away from her looks. No shafts this week. You're not a good looking man. <laughs> Welcome and to a, the show. And I don't have a sponsor. <laughs> you don't have a sponsor. If you want to send us money. It feels weird with the chairs like this. It feels real confrontational. You know what? That's what our fans say. I feel say like too. I just feel our fans say that as well. I don't know if Go ahead, talk. I feel like maybe we could open it up one day. We should, like, chop the desk in it half. It feels real. And put, like, a No, couch. it's okay. I'm ready to come. I feel like we should be playing chess while we're talking about this. But that's fine. We can. We're, we're going to get confrontational about the things that we have to talk about, right? I'm so excited to have you here, buddy. I, it's got to be rough looking at We've already talked about this. Yeah. <laughs> but it's okay. You're excited and you're bothered at the same time. Yes. You're not sure which way to go. Yes, you you feel feelings a, of excitement, yeah. but you're also slightly irritated. Yes, it's a segment we call Hot and Bothered. We, we, you can be hot, bothered, and you can be both things. You can be two things at once. You can be. That's an unpopular thing to be nowadays, but you can certainly be it. No, it's a left brain, right brain thing happening at the same time. It's fine. Just don't talk about cancer. Okay, here we go. Hot and Bothered coming at you. Here's what uh, has me hot right now. College football has me hot. Great games this past weekend. We're going to break down Ohio State, Penn State. Um, We have some big rivalry games coming up this week. There's a more solidified picture for college football. I have some predictions about what's going on. But college football heating up. Games are getting good. Joel, what's got you hot? Uh, I think tackling in the NFL has me hot. I think that the idea of a defensive player coming in contact with a quarterback has me bothered. Not only does that have me bothered, it has me bothered that people don't want to talk about it. That announcers are saying they're tired of talking about it. Don't be tired of talking about it. We have to keep talking about it because it's a problem. Because people are losing games. On de- if, as a fan, I am the most nervous when my defensive player breaks through and approaches the quarterback. Because now you're like, to, yeah. oh my God, am I, are we going to lose? You could just not have an offensive line. Have the defense just come tackle the quarterback, and move all the way down the field to score a touchdown. We have to protect these players' brains, Joel. We have to protect their bodies. I get that you're upset about it, but that's, that's the cause of all this, is that CTE is prevalent. People want a safer game. If you want a safer game, well, then there's consequences to it. And you have to protect the quarterback. I know a lot of these calls are shit, but it is going to change the way uh, the game works. It's just the way it goes. I feel like we're to the point now where any time a quarterback gets tackled, we have to make a rule for it. Well, yeah, because they're the moneymaker. That's how this whole thing works. Oh, man. It's not like I enjoy it. I don't want to see, I want to see Clay Matthews destroy people. I don't even feel like I have to lay into this because I know the entire audience is completely and utterly with me. It yeah, they are. Make, I get it. It doesn't make any sense. And I'm not saying I enjoy it. I'm saying... It's the outcause of, of everything that happened before. It's the NFL's own fault that they didn't take a better, better control, didn't take the reins 
on CTE and what it can do to you not, and pensions not, for players. This is and not health insurance. a CTE issue. This is a CTE issue. There is already CTE a rule issue. for that. If you target the quarterback's head or hit your head, there's already a rule yes, for that. that is if you that, have defensive players coming up and hugging the quarterback – and lay him onto the ground, they're getting flagged for that. And not only are they getting flagged, it's causing the decision for, of, for games. It's like, a, can we at least not make it a 15-yard penalty at least? It has to it's, be a 15-yard penalty. You're trying to lessen, you're trying to lessen injuries, especially on a, on a position like the quarterback. Where it's, it is at times Tyler, one of the most defensive positions on the field. used to be all about Causing injuries. Yes, I know. That was we the only reason live why in that society we, that's now. Society is different. That's the only reason auto racing exists. Yes, right? it's, it's to, to cause crashes. Yes, please don't root for people to die on the, the NASCAR. No one, so no one's dying. No one's Darren dying. Darren Hardjot died. People die. People die. Save like, quarterbacks. I feel like this is what marriage is like. You know what has me uh, bothered? What has you bothered? Ryder Cup. What a fucking letdown that was. I get all excited because Tiger Woods is back. Looks great. He's going off to the Ryder Cup with all his buddies. Our team is freaking loaded. And then him and fat Phil Mickelson. I don't, I'm going to make fun of Phil when he sucks. When he sucks, I'm calling him fat. Fat Phil and Tiger blew it. If I've said it once, I've said it a million times. Golfers cannot be on teams because golfers are selfish. Well, Golfers only care about themselves. If you pick a golfer and you put him on a team, he doesn't know what to do. He starts competing with his teammate, and that's what they're doing. They, like, alternate shots, right? These Depending golf upon. people are fucking each other on their own team. They're like, let's see the motherfucker get out of that thing. They don't get, can't do it. Get the motherfucker out of what thing? Out of the whole thing, out of the, the beach property thing. The, 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 I don't it's watch golf. It's a bonker. I know you don't watch no one, golf. You can't watch golf. It's, the Ryder Cup is a big deal because it's America versus uh, the rest of the world, which is very prevalent nowadays, and that's I, what we that like is, to do. That is the only way in which you're going to get any interest out of me. That's what well, you would have been interested like in the Ryder Cup. Beat, you want to beat the, the European Union with their awful uniforms. <laughs> we're not going to go down that route. They, they, what did I tell you when we did like the show? They look like they're from the 70s. I don't they want had, you like, to talk about politics. We're not going to talk about uh, <laughs> anything... Uh, dealing with the rest of the world. You notice oh. that there's more rules when they play over in Europe? You ever notice that? They're Don't, technically not even allowed to swing the club. I feel like that has that has a political... It's like uh, that club could uh, hurt someone. It's a uh, high velocity. Tone. We're going to stay away from that. We're going to stay away from that. We're going to go down I, middle, mainstream I don't even America. know how we're talking about golf. Main, mainstream. I'm bothered that we're talking mainstream about golf. Mainstream America, all right? That's what's got me bothered. What has you bothered? You know what the number one selling jersey in baseball was this year what it was Aaron Judge now yeah. do you want to know why it was the number one selling jersey he's because very they, good at he's baseball. very good but they had a week where the players could put whatever they wanted on the back of their jersey which was a great idea right because Judge had all rise on the back of his jersey because yeah, that judge. was that was genius I love that but the number one jersey should be from a guy I think he's Arizona it should be Boxberger because he chose emo emojis he had a picture of a box and a picture of a burger. That should be the number one. What the fuck are we talking about? Why the fuck are we talking about this? This, this is sales. This is what sports is all about. No, it's, it's, not. it's all it's all revenue generation. It's all like it's all No, 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 no economy talk either. No economy talk. Let me tell you what else is wrong with <laughs> no, European. We're not gonna no, we're not no. 
That okay, that has you hot. Is Aaron Judge? I just want putting all rise on on the back of his jersey. It's probably because he's just like the most recognizable baseball player right now, outside of Bryce Harper and Chris. It, it goes to a bigger thing, really, because baseball. I do like how like each sport is different, but the thing about baseball is like they still don't have a salary cap in baseball, right? No. Okay, so that's a problem. Yeah. What's that? It's a soft. It's a soft cap. It's a soft cap in terms of the fact that Yankees are still making the playoffs every year because they can pay more people and they get more jersey sales. Yes. And it's it's un it's it's unfair, right? Which is, I'm kind of glad that Milwaukee is in the playoffs this year because they don't have any people to live in their city. You can say it's unfair, but then there's teams like the A's who are traveling to the Bronx to take them on that have kind of beaten the system. Oh, and that always this works. Is that money, always, that this always is Moneyball so Part well. 2. It's this a little always, bit different. We've learned this lesson year in and year out. It's like sabermetrics. Okay, we've talked about this. Sabermetrics. Yes. Take a bunch of data. Crunch the data. Okay, that's great. It works in the macro. You can crunch all that data and get through 162 games. And then you hit the playoffs. And then what happens? It doesn't work because your data hits higher paid players. It's Yes. And that is, other cities. That, is, that is the formula. Yes. You're, you're talking about the macro and you're talking about what is the magic number? What are, what are, what, how many wins can I get out of what I have? And that's what the A's have done using Sabre Magic. And they do that great. Right, because when they get to the playoffs, then it's talent versus talent. And then they lose out. Right. This team might be different. They have one of the best closers in baseball, the best road team in baseball, and their metrics aren't so much of getting on base this year. It's about hitting line drives. It's literally about players that can elevate the ball. Elevate the ball. You know who hit the most home runs this year? Hmm. Oh, the Yankees. Not only did they hit the most this year, they hit the most home runs out of any year ever. They hit more home runs ever. I'm Ever. not saying they that the A's four, have a great chance against the Yankees. They hit four home runs in home. one game this week. I'm just saying that, you know, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You can just say that all you want. And and listen, I'm a big fan of trying to make the most out of, like, crunching numbers. Yes. It doesn't work. It like, probably is not going to work for the A's. We'll see. I don't know. They could surprise us. And again, it's especially, especially, we talked about it, it especially doesn't work in a one-game series. I, I, am, I am going to unpolitely disagree, you shit. The A's can win in one game. No, Sabermetrics will work for one possible. game. I think it it's lines up possible. for them to beat the Yankees. On Wednesday. Have you ever been to the A's Stadium? No, I've never been to Oakland. Okay, it's falling apart. Why would I go there, to Oakland? There's no people there. The people that, if you buy the tickets yeah, St- from the Steve people. Steve Jobs. This is true. They have leprosy. Mark Zuckerberg the people who sell town. you the tickets have leprosy. <laughs> have leprosy. No, they do. There are there's pieces of them falling apart. in Oakland. No, it's the people are falling apart there. It's, <laughs> I'm not kidding. It's true. Leprosy. Don't, listen, I'm a big fan of like buying tickets in the parking lot. Not in Oakland. Why are you a big fan of buying tickets in the parking lot? Because you get good, better seats that way. You have you you do you do well for yourself. You could buy regular tickets. Save no, yourself no, no, the no, hassle. That's, no, no, no. Buying tickets. Why would you just not buy on StubHub? Buying tickets not in the parking the lot is part of the game. That is the excitement. That is where you put your life on the line. You don't know what's going to happen. You don't know if you're going to catch leprosy or die. I don't like getting mystery Especially seats like that. Oakland. I don't like that. I, I agree. I almost got killed by Octavio Dotel, who was the closer of the A's back in the day. And he threw the ball, and it almost killed me. I was in yeah, great seats. I was in the seventh row. Were you married to him? Octavio Dotel? Yeah. Was this back in the day of, like, uh, so. Dennis what? Eckersley? That's were, too you, many, were you at the Kirk Gibson that's game? too many syllables. Maybe. <laughs> I did see – I did see – Eckersley pitch. Did you really? Yes. Well, he went for a long time. Like, he, when did he retire? Uh, he, he. It doesn't matter. Who was, fucking cares? Who he cares? was great. Here's what's got me the most bothered right now. Move, yes. move your fucking computer. Move it. Move it. Oh my god. Wow. We have TV. 
That reminds me of Oakland. Why does that remind you of Oakland? This has a, that is a television set you would find in Oakland. On the streets of Oakland, yes it is. Don't it's our catch TV set. Leprosy. Yeah, okay. that's, that's our favorite. Was that supposed ever. to go up earlier? No, I can bring it up whenever I want. Sometimes I remember to, sometimes I don't. I okay, don't great. I'm so high on fucking medication from the night before, I don't even know where I am half the time on this show. That's okay, that's the same, that's what Oakland uses. <laughs> so, and, the, and their strategy with it's, the players. It's call, I call it self-help, you know? That's what, I, it's the hot thing to do. This is not helping, though. Listen, I do have your base, your Major League Baseball stat of the day. What is your, what is the Major League Are Baseball stat? Are you ready stat? for what it? What is the stat of the day? It's because the Dodgers have gotten So since 2016, since the 2016 playoffs, Yasiel Puig's house has Yasiel been robbed Puig. four times. Yasiel Puig's house has been robbed. Yasiel Puig. 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 Puig's house has been robbed four Puig. times. And Puig. now huh. that he's in the playoffs, who? it's going to be five. How many times for who? Puig. Puig, yes. Puig. Puig. Octavio Dotel. <laughs> Puig, yes. I can only pronounce that the name. That is becoming a hot thing. That actually happened uh, to somebody in the NFL this past week. It happens all the time. And it is kind of like, if you do know where a professional athlete lives, you do know where they will be on certain days. Like, yeah, it's true. <laughs> and it's also a game if you're on like Sunday, you the... know where they're going to be for an extended period of time. Yeah, and if you're one of those players who's always wearing big gold chains, you're kind of broadcasting. To it's, the world it is. And I have big gold chains. It's which sad. Fact, it reminds me of Sean, Sean Taylor and how when they tried to rob his house and he got shot and killed. It was so sad. Thanks for bringing that up. I think technically that was you. Oh, you brought it up because of Puig. Listen, I don't want to talk about players getting hurt anymore, but this is infuriating to me. And fans can come at me for this, but I fully support any player in any position holding out for any amount of money to secure their fu future. You have one shot to shoot one shot to shoot in this life is that correct i get your i get your drift. you got one bullet you that one you bullet. can shoot yeah into the abyss in this life and yeah if it's a good shot you got to take it so the biggest story in the nfl this year uh so far in the offseason coming in Le'Veon bell, bell holding out not wanting to get franchise tagged by the steelers once a long term long-term contract because by his rights he is the best running back in the nfl he wants to be treated as such he's holding out uh, most likely, in my opinion, well, the Steelers are shopping him around right now. They are, they're calling. He can come back in week 11. They called me last get, night. Get that franchise tag, play the rest of the season. That means if he gets franchise tag this year, he will be able to be an unrestricted free agent next year and get his gigantic contract, hopefully, that he wants. Do you, do you think that Le'Veon Bell is going to get traded this year? I don't know. I feel like, I hope he does. Uh, it kind of sucks for the Steelers. You see the offense they have. That, that, that is a Super Bowl-caliber offense with him. I don't think it's going to happen, but he's been holding out. He's been taking a lot of flack for it. His teammates are calling him out. I'm in support of this guy. For one, how short your stay in the NFL is. Most players average around three years in the NFL. That's it, three years. And they don't make a lot of money. And what they have to pay for after the fact, with all of their injuries, that money goes quick. That's why NFL players have a raw fucking deal. And when it comes to running backs, they have a shorter shelf life than almost anybody else. So when players hold out, I'm with them in that they should get fucking paid. Le'Veon Bell is the best running back in the NFL. He should get paid. Here's another player that should have been paid. Earl Thomas, who at one time was the best free safety on the fucking planet. The Legion of Boom up in Seattle is pretty much dead. It's like him and Bobby Wagner hanging around. Everybody else from that vaunted defense is gone. They're either retired, they're out of there. Earl Thomas holding out, begrudgingly came back 
to play for Seattle, even though he couldn't get a better deal. He was holding out because he didn't want to get hurt. He wanted to secure his future. And then this bullshit happens this weekend. Got injured. Where he broke his leg. Same leg. And he wasn't happy about it. And when he got carted off the field, he flicked off the Seahawks sideline. Now, I don't know if he was flicking off, like, one person in particular, Pete Carroll, which I would always flick off Pete Carroll. Fuck that guy. But just flicking off the Seahawks in general of, like, fuck you. This is why I wanted to get a contract. Now I'm hurt. Now you're not going to pay me. And now could, could be the end. And now this is probably the end of my career, and that's it. And you see the Cardinals players tapping him on the shoulder, not only to get better, but it's like they all know. They all, NFL players all know, like, all yeah, of those fist bumps you see on Earl, that's not for him being hurt. It's like, you were fucking right. You should have held out. This is bullshit. Yeah, Sammy Alacho came out on Twitter and was basically supporting him a great deal and making the point. And he's like, when you play in the NFL, you are going to get hurt. And it's just, I guess, the matter to degree that how you're going to get hurt. Could be the end of his career. That really sucks. It's really funny when they went to Pete Carroll after the game and he was doing this earlier. Man, Pete Carroll was just like, we love Earl. Earl is the greatest guy in the world. We love him. Blah, blah, blah. It's a, it's a tough thing. I, I really don't know. Like, if you're the fan of a team and you're just you're getting close, and in the NFL, parity is so tight. If you take out, like, a star player, that really could make the difference. So as a fan of, of a team and you get upset, I get it. You know, I get it. Now, as a player, I also get that argument, too. It's a strange thing, though. I'm a regular person. Most of the people are regular people. They're not millionaires, right? If the guy is making $7 million to live his dream, to get through something that anybody would do if they could, plus $7 million, you know, do you show up to, to work under your contract? You know, I mean, you're already, hey, I don't remember, I don't know what Le'Veon I, Bell I hear it. you, I hear you I, I don't going know. against the grain on this one. I hear you saying that you don't have well, that much sympathy for players that hold out. Is well, that I'm, what I'm hearing? Listen, I'm a hypocrite, right? So it's like, if it were a player on my team, I would be frustrated, right? But it's like, I get it. I get it. I mean, it's just sort of like it's hard not to look at this guy getting carted off the field. Well, this proves the point. Could, could, could this the proves the point career. that he's trying to make. He is had that plans. He, Carroll, he was going to go to Dallas. Pete Carroll can say all that shit because that's how expendable Earl is to him. The Seahawks won in all this. Well, they're all expendable. They didn't have to pay Earl Thomas shit. They're well, not giving him a max contract now. They definitely don't have to do anything with him. Well, they're fine. I'll tell you what. It is bullshit. You should if you're you you know your value. And if, you're, if the market dictates your value as a player, you should be paid as such. And fuck the NFL the, and the, fuck the fucking owners. If the market, I don't care. Their excuse always stop. Is that their excuse always is that they have this massive overhead that they have to pay for, which they do in the NFL. CBA collective bargaining agreement between players and owners in the NFL, basically fighting for rights and pay, and equal opportunity is now thrown into the mix. 2020, that's going to get completely redone, and the players will hold the power. If you look across every professional sport, every professional sport, you look at soccer and the amount of money they make. You look at baseball and the ridiculous amount of money those players make. You look at the NBA. They get paid their value. They get paid for those, that, that TV money, those viewers on TV. But nobody watches a sport more in America than the NFL. People watch the NFL more than all of those other sports. All of them. Well, you're, and mean, these players have 
more to lose than any other athlete. Soccer players, baseball players, basketball players do not deal with as much because somebody will come out and say, fuck you. NFL players deal with more after the game than any of those others, and they get paid dog shit. And it's this right here. Look at his broken leg. He's saving up his money. You're trying to, I see yeah, you're trying I mean, to work I, it in your head. I, I, You're, you were trying to play the, oh, well, he's a rich guy, so he, no, he no, should no, no. just get used to it. All right, oh, he's got the money, so we shouldn't feel that bad for him. That's his fucking job. Yeah, well, That's his listen, fucking job, and he knows his value. should get paid as I, such. I, Fuck for, the owners. First of all, I am a hypocrite because, like, I love Earl Thomas because he went to Texas. He's so I am going to side with Earl Thomas. Yeah. I have to. But, you know, you're talking about a couple different things there. And it, and it comes up, you know, like when you have these, you know, these bargaining agreements come up. And it's really like people, are you going to root for the millionaires or are you going to root for the billionaires? So it's like, I don't know. I don't know. But it's like you made a point here, right? Market value. Like they need to be paid their market value. It is interesting where it's like if you sign a five-year contract and you only show up for four years, is that the market value? Because the market value was based on five years, not four years. You're, but, no, you're grasping yeah, I mean, at straws. No, no, if you sign, if you sign, goes. if anyone else out in the world signed a contract with anyone else and you break the contract, you're breaking the contract. You're breaking the contract. But, the you know, NFL hey, is terrible with their contracts. It is ridiculous what they do to their players because none of it is performance-based. When you look at it, yes, every contract is performance-based. You look at incentives for every, well, like, hitting, hitting certain benchmarks that you can. But if you are one of the game's best, but they know you're getting older, even if you're one of the game's best, they ain't going to fucking pay you. To my point, Le'Veon Bell is the best running back in the NFL, and the Steelers refuse to pay the best running back in the NFL. Because they know he's going to get older. He has a finite number of if, touches, and they don't want to pay for those down no, the road. You, you said it's it, bullshit. You said if you're a general manager, running backs in the NFL, like, they do not last long. And there's a huge supply. Of it is, it's but backwards because it's not performance-based. In, in fact, the, fail, you, uh, the failure was made when they made the, this collective bargaining. Yes, they did. The and players so completely like, fucked it up. They, they, they fucked it up. I remember that season. It was it like was the like 1986 they're... season where the players struck and like all of a sudden your, your team is in last place and they're in first place because you have a bunch of like non-union guys coming out there and the players cracked. And uh, so they got the deal. I mean, it's like if you're a professional athlete, go to baseball, right? There's more money. I've always talked about this. If I, if I ever have kids, which God forbid I ever have kids, but I wouldn't let them play football, not necessarily from a point of, like, getting hurt, but, like, if you were going to try and be something, a professional athlete, baseball and soccer, my friend. Yeah, I agree. Oh, well, my well, God, it's funny, except Eric, for fucking life. Well, it's funny. Eric Dickerson came out, you know, and said, hey, you know, I'm a Hall of Fame player. All the Hall of Fame players now retired need a salary, and you also have to pay our medical bills. And then the, the challenge was, well, what about all the other players? Like, yeah, yeah, all the other players too. So yeah, now he wants. I get it, but so, there should so be something they, they that'll be a part of the CBA as so, well when it's renegotiated. I mean, they do. They do have, you know, some agreements going on there, but um, they do have players' union stuff. But I, you know, I don't know. I don't know. It is, it is a dangerous sport. It's a voluntary sport. If you gave me the choice, if I had the ability to play football, and they're like, Joel, here's $700,000 to go out there and smash into other people. I'm like, let's fucking do it. I don't think I would. I would turn down $700,000. I mean, if I, if I had the ability to play baseball, I would do that. I would play but, baseball if I, yeah. But, no, you know. $700,000 is not going to cut it. 
And this well, could get into, and this yeah. is an area I don't want to get into with you because I know where you I don't have. This. I don't have in any. In this fucking country, $700,000 and a, a lot of medical issues after the fact for the rest of your life doesn't stretch. No, no, I know. Because this country doesn't I, give a I, fuck to I, take care of you. So brain but, but, issues, hey. body issues, on, early onset dementia, these players have to have a big nest egg to pay for all that shit. They're not asking to well, have all this money to sit on a fucking beach. They're asking for this money so they can fucking live because that's what the game takes away from them is their lives. Listen, these players, they need this money. In fact, to put it to you, how much money would we need to raise audience? The audience can help me out with this. How much money would we need to raise for, for you to get hit by an NFL player full pads? Because if you're thinking that you'll be fine afterwards, and then you start thinking about the money that you're going to need for your head, how much money do you think no, 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 we you need to raise for you? you can't how hit, much money you do we need to raise for you? hit to the head. That's legal play. No, We've already, it doesn't we matter. No, that's it doesn't targeting. matter hit to the fucking no, head. Targeting. If you get slammed that's on targeting. the ground, the back of your head hits. Your that's head's targeting. getting jarred that's almost every play. It's targeting. How much money would no, it take? For a legal hit? How much money would it take? $700,000. There you go, audience. We need seven. But again, I don't like that show. I'm being painted as the guy. I don't. It depends. I don't. Tyler's very manipulative. You're, no, I'm not. I'm a man. Joel. Of the, I'm a man of the people. You give him the money, Joel. You're the bad, evil man. You're you're corporate. You gave him corporate America. You're the swamp. You're the swamp man. That's what I'm calling you from here on out. It's ridiculous. Listen, can we talk baseball for a second? How awesome is today? I'm scared to now. How awesome is today? We have the tiebreaker today, so by the time the show's done, we'll know exactly who's moved on to the NL wildcard game. We will. And who's moving on to just sit and And, and of and course, wait. all of it doesn't matter because the AL's going to win anyway. It's hard to imagine that. Doesn't it feel like that? And it's hard to say that they won't. When you look at Boston and you look at the Astros, it's hard to say one of those two teams isn't in it, and one of those two teams doesn't win it. While, while we're going down the road that we shouldn't go down, yes. while we're going down roads that we absolutely positively should not go down, hey, let's do it again. So it's like trade deadline, like every single one of these teams made moves. Yes. The rich got richer. You know, Boston got Kinsler at second base. He's going to be hitting the right field. It's perfect. You know, the Cubs got Hamels. He's a great addition to the rotation. Now, the team that, in my mind, that had, like, basically every position basically filled was the Astros. Astros. Right? Except for maybe their middle. So what did the Astros do? Yeah, that's right. They went out and they acquired... Roberto Osuna. Who apparently has a domestic disturbance charge. He does. I've actually... Of 75 days... So now here's a question for you, right? Nice question. Apparently, if you are caught and guilty of having a domestic dispute, you get suspended for 75 days, but you're allowed to play in the playoffs. If you got caught taking steroids, you're not allowed to play in the playoffs. Does that seem does that seem right? I'm not trying to make it fair in baseball. Seem, cheating in baseball go hand in hand. It's a it's an American it's an American seem pastime. Like, seems like it's not a good deal. I was not a fan of that move. I've actually worked with that guy before. Oh, yeah. Like, I can't say one way or the other. Oh, my like, fucking uh, God. Why would you do that? I, uh, I don't why know you do that? why they would sign him. They needed help there. But, like, it, if the team obviously, and when they signed him, the team was not on board for it. Players got interviewed oh, really? saying, uh, this is kind of out of our control. We're going to try and give the guy, you know, a, a, a chance. We'll see. It's, a, it's not a great deal, and it's not a good look for the Astros. And as you said, they were kind of a complete team 
already. Obviously, you always want to bolster your bullpen, and you want to make it stronger going into the postseason. It's, yeah, it's shitty. However, that's funny too because it's just sort of the, like the, the, the angle that you, you found there was something I didn't think about, where it's just sort of like if you're going to make a move like that and you're operating under the trade deadline, you got to kind of move quick and you got to do it. I mean, you don't, do you have time to like talk to the players? It's like, hey guys, what no, do you think? You don't, no, but if it's like, no, you absolutely do not. But you it's like, if you know, you if you know that the teammates are going to be like, mm, let's do, not do that, that would be a huge impact. If I were the general manager, I would. I mean, if I were thinking about doing something like that, and the players on my team were like, "Don't do it," I would not do it. They felt comfortable enough to do it. Uh, well, I don't know. It's it is kind of an icky situation. But uh, anyways, the AL is going to be a blast. Like it's going to be great baseball. Cannot wait to watch it. It's all set. However, with the NL, we didn't know how this was going to play out. So we asked you guys actually uh, who you thought was going to win. Uh, each division. Obviously, the East wrapped up with the Braves, but who's going to win the NL West? Who's going to win the NL Central? So we asked you guys, what did you say? What so, did you say? Look at this. What did Mia say? That's all I care about. So we said who would win the NL West. You guys think the Dodgers, 66% over the Rockies at 34%, and then who wins the NL Central? You have Cubs heavy, and I actually disagree with that pick. I disagree too. If you look at the way we're coming into this game, uh, today, I do agree with the Dodgers. Uh, I, I think Dodgers wrapped up the season nicely. I don't think the Rockies are going to beat them. Um, and uh, either, either way, like I think Dodgers are going to make it into the playoffs. If they go to the wild card game, I think they win the wild card game. Um, but looking at this, and by the way, uh, scri- subscribe to our Instagram account. It's Sportsball. Um, the Brewers, though, are the hottest team in baseball. And Kristen Yelich is like the best player in the NL right now. He's probably going to win the NL MVP. The Cubs barely went 500 in September and kind of limping into the postseason. I actually like the Brewers to win the tiebreaker today. I feel like it's going to be the Brewers today. I, I'm sad because I completely agree with you. I think it's sad in the Dodgers series because we don't get to have Captain Caveman anymore, which is the best. <laughs> that's the best. Who remembers Captain Caveman? He yeah, raised the I remember the Captain Caveman. Do you? Yes, of course I do. All right, so we, it's, sorry, I think that it's going to be the Dodgers. Puig's house gets robbed again. They move on. I think you're right. I think the Brewers, they have a, a better bullpen. I think they're just, they have a better offense. I also think, like, I think that if the Brewers, even if the Brewers don't beat the Cubs today to win the NL Central, I think the Brewers make it out of the wild card game. And I think the Brewers are in the playoffs. So that's just my pick. I'm, I'm high on the Brewers. I'm high on this man right here. I like the Brewers. And then for some reason, we asked this question, who has the bigger dick, Mia or myself? Almost 80% of you said Mia, and she doesn't even have a penis. That's discouraging for me. I hope that's not something future, oh, yeah. future mates that I would like to approach. I could see how that would be an insult you. for you. That is definitely an insult that only 21% of people not only think my dick is smaller than is there, Mia's, and, she and, doesn't and, have a In penis. fairness to the poll, is there, is there any question that could be asked that you would win with that pick? No. No. None. No. None. Mia always wins on this show. I have to say the, 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 the best player, I'm really fitting this one in. The best player, I think, in Major League Baseball, maybe the AL, has got to be the fan who is in the stands in Boston who caught the home run and then threw it back onto the <laughs> yeah, field that was and amazing. hit oh, Stanton we that in. running yeah, the bases. That was so fucking funny. And there's, I found an article, and he actually tells the story of how that went down, where he gets the ball, he throws the ball. It's a pretty good throw. He hits, it's a very good he's throw. He's up on the green monster. He's up on the green monster, hits the player, Turns to his friend and says, we have to go now. 
They leave. <laughs> he dodges a bunch of security, and then there's one old security guard left who catches him, and he goes, son, did you throw that baseball and hit Stanton? And he was all ashamed and said, yes, I did. <laughs> and then they made him fill out some paperwork. And then they let him stay. You know but the question that I'm most interested in is what was that paperwork? I don't know. Was it recruiting papers? <laughs> you just fill out. It's uh, just, uh, I don't know. It's like just a citation, a warning. Which way do you bat? I think that's bullshit, though. He clearly, I don't know if he was aiming for Stan. Like, that's. No, he was surprised. It's a, it, well, yeah, everybody was surprised that that throw even got there. I don't think there's anything wrong with throwing back a home run. Who gives a fuck if he hit the player? It didn't like hit it. Wow, bounced. it's funny. It's funny it how in the end it off him. It bounced. No, off it hit his ankle. It didn't injure and it was him. Like, I mean, it could have. It was coming. Could have been like. Could have Earl Thomas there, and he's just like ended his no, career. No, no, Because the, the fan it's, and the thing. Listen, it, it, if you are in Boston and a Yankee hits a home run, and you, you they're not going to kick you out. No. You're in Boston. No, and you threw you threw a, a Yankee home run back onto the field. What? Come on. Who cares if he hit him? That's some Bush League shit I don't know. I, I, I hope we're you know not – like, Everybody used to be a Boston fan. I was a Boston bandwagoner, uh, bandwagoner like the rest of you guys back in 04. You had to be. I don't like Boston now because they're part of the elite. They're the 1% now, and I don't like Boston anymore. Yeah. I don't want Boston no, I'm with to you. win. I, think I don't I, want Boston We want win. the Brewers. Am I actually going to root for the Yankees? No, you're not. I'm not going to root for the Yankees. I'm rooting we're, for the A's. We're rooting for the Brewers. And I'm rooting for the Tribe. Because I'm not, I'm not, Houston got their shot last year. It's great. They won. It was excellent. But not, yeah, the Osuna thing is a little, meh. It's a little iffy. Go Tribe. I'll, I'll go Tribe. I'll, worst, I'll rep worst, Tribe. Worst record of all I, I'm, I'm Believe Land. Let's, let's go. The NL, I don't really care who comes out of the NL. I really don't. I guess I'm going to root for the Brewers. Yeah, with you. Yeah. I'll go with the Brewers. You know. Brewers are Braves. They live in Milwaukee. Don't care for the Cubs. Isn't that punishment enough? It is. That's they got, bad. What's their thing when they hit a home run? A drunk guy goes down a slide. Let's, let's give them a slides are fun. Slides like are fun. Slides. slides are fun. All right, so baseball today, uh, let us know who you think is uh, going to win. After all this stuff is decided, we'll put up a new poll on Instagram. We'll find out today when the show gets released tomorrow. We'll already know from the NL. And uh, baseball for uh, the rest of it starts on, well, there'll be a Tuesday wildcard game, I believe, right? Yes. And then Wednesday is the AL. It's a lot of travel. It is a lot of travel. AL wildcard game is Wednesday. A's taking on Yankees. It was funny to me is that when the Dodgers found out that they clinched and they celebrated, many of the players did not wear the safety goggles you always wear to the protect goggles. the eyes from the champagne. You always which, to do me, that. this is why they could be blinded. They could be blinded. You like, know you how, know do you, how do you clinch and you celebrate? You're like, yay, we're in. Oh, we got a playing game. It's, it's weird. You know what it blinds my eyes is seeing LeBron. No, besides that is LeBron James in a Lakers jersey. It's very interesting to me. It, it's so off-putting. It's weird. It's, it's weird. It's jarring. It is jarring. Uh, NBA postseason, uh, postseason, preseason NBA basketball uh, just getting started, underway. A uh, lot of big changes in the offseason. The biggest one, Kawhi Leonard going from San Antonio to Toronto. DeMar DeRozan coming down. Uh, to San Antonio, it was um, it was an interesting offseason. This man goes down to L.A. as we all predicted that uh, well, he wasn't going to stay in Cleveland. Uh, and then you know the Warriors are just sitting back, kicking, and they're like, let's just go get Boogie for like nothing and win another championship. Old Sports Bowl got an interview with the center of the Los Angeles Lakers at the time. That was... New Sports Bowl is not going to be able to get an interview <laughs> with any of the Lakers now at this point, which is, I don't know. 
I, I'm struggling I, with the NBA in general for the same reason that I struggle with baseball, where it's any one player has too much of an impact on the game. And now it's to the point where you just have these clusters of teams like that, that have too many superstars. And then if you have one superstar, it's, it's not going to work. No. You're not going to win. Well, it has, it has kind of turned into this thing. Uh, you, you're seeing, you're wanting these groupings to happen, these scenarios where, ooh, that'd be nice if KD comes down to the Lakers next summer, which he totally could, by the way. Or, hey, Kawhi going to the Lakers. You put together these little scenarios because it's fun for the fans, and these super groups have been formed. Um, we talked about this before. When you're a young fan, you're like, hey, look at the guy hit the ball. Hey, look at the guy catch the ball. Hey, look at blah, blah. When you're an old sports fan, you're like, hey, I, where is this guy getting traded to? What is this offseason move? Well, yeah, the older it's you all get, about general manager. The older you get, the fan, your fandom changes because you begin to hate sports more because it becomes more of a grind to you. Well, no, but because like, all the joy of it is, is no, gone away. No, 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 I've no, said no. before, no, 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 no. sports was in the 90s. Everything was great back okay, then. Okay, listen. And this shit, I, I don't like this shit. LeBron should be able to do whatever he wants to do. He didn't owe Cleveland a goddamn thing. He never owed Cleveland anything because Cleveland doesn't deserve shit. Well, listen, you know, he did his part. That's great. I'm glad yeah, Cleveland he got a absolutely did. Yeah. I have no ill will to him. He should move wherever he wants. Yeah. Again, the problem I have with NBA is it's more significant in the offseason than it is during the regular season. The NBA offseason is unparalleled. It is so much fun. The moves that take place in the offseason mean more than the basketball that's played during the regular season. Yeah, because what's going to happen at the end of the year? I don't even know why they have a regular season What's going to happen NBA? at the end of the year? Who's going to win? It's going to be the same. It's going to be the same power structures as before. It's going to be the Warriors. It's going to be the Warriors. I, I mean, the Lakers will be in the mix. Lakers right? will but, not be in the mix. Well, no, they have LeBron. LeBron is, I think, the single best player. They, in the I don't, I think, I don't even know where the Lakers rank in the West. They still have. They have to go through more teams in the West, and LeBron knows that's, that. That's true. LeBron didn't come to the Lakers to go to the finals in year one. Could they do that? Because LeBron. Got that fucking team in Cleveland last I mean, year and I, drug them to the finals. Again, but it's not going to happen. They have to go through Houston. They have to go through the Warriors. Yeah. They still have to go through San Antonio. It's going to be a good team without Kawhi because Pop is Pop, and he'll figure out a way to make that team good and competitive. Russell Westbrook just tries. It, you don't know what Russ is going to do. He's, he tries so goddamn hard to I, win. The, he's going to try and score 100 points every single game. You know. I, again, like I'm, I'm a little confused about what LeBron was thinking, though, because it's just sort of like, again, with the NBA, it's all about power structures, and he basically is like a coach and a general manager. Wait, this this point, move right? makes so much or, sense for him going to the Lakers. Well, who, he goes who else to, does he who, And again, I'm not a big NBA. Who else does he have? Well, they got Rondo. Uh, they got younger players. I mean, they're working with <laughs> they got Lonzo Ball. Um, it's, there's a young core there that he can work with, and more importantly, he has a bigger bankroll. Is that he, he a, doesn't have he to fucking a, get the bottom of the barrel and ask Dan Gilbert, he hey, can a, you give me a few more shekels so we can actually get some people who can fucking play basketball? He has a bigger bankroll. He has right? a so bigger bankroll. The it's the- L.A. Go down the checklist of things that are better for LeBron in L.A. One, it's L.A. He gets to live in fucking L.A. L.A., for him, if you have a shit ton of money, that's great for LeBron. He gets to live in L.A. He works. He did, gets to work did, with did, Magic Johnson. Didn't, didn't work out for Puig. He's still going to be the coach and GM down there. He's working with Magic. He can get whatever he wants. He has a bigger bankroll. He's going to try and build something up with the Lakers. It's the fucking Lakers. Everything about this move is better than him being in Cleveland. All, all I can think it's to myself. It's less stress for him, too, because he doesn't have to win right out of the gate year one. 
He doesn't. Nobody's expecting him. He has to, except for he everyone has to walk in, in Cleveland every single year. No one is and expecting. Know, God damn it! I got to drag these assholes with me every, all the way. And the every the, cam, the straw in. that broke the camel's back is looking at Jr. Smith like, "Are you fucking kidding me? I'm out." Looking at Jr. not being able to read a clock, can't tell fucking time. I'm going to the Lakers. I'm going to Showtime. That's it. I think that every single person in Los Angeles is thinking for them to make a huge run, and he is going to have Well, Lakers on. fans, as you know, are they're shit. <laughs> Lakers fans are the fucking – they're, they're up there with Buckeye fans or bandwagon, uh, bandwagon like it's, uh, it's uh, their, Hurricane fans. It's not their fault that their city is crappy. The L.A. does suck. Lakers, <laughs> Lakers suck. Again, I, 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 think it's, I think it's just bankroll where it's just sort of like I'm going to go through this entire season, then there'll be an offseason. Who yeah. can I sign? And we can actually get somebody. Uh, for those left in Cleveland, the funnier thing to come out in the uh, preseason is Tristan Thompson, our boy from Texas, uh, still up at Cleveland, who came out and said uh, the Cavs are still the favorites in the East. I don't know if you got the memo that LeBron left. He literally said, we're still the four-time Eastern Conference champions. So until you take us down from that, teams ain't got much to say. Boston, Philly, they ain't got much to say. They're doomed. They're doomed. So Vegas has their win total at around 30 and a half, which is not going to get you to the finals, let alone the Eastern Conference finals. Sometimes Vegas is wrong, not that much. (laughs) I think Vegas might be wrong on that because it's going to be worse. I'm sorry, but the East is going to be just as good, if not better, than next year. Let's let's break this down for you, Tristan. But which, by the way, some of these players calling them out in the East. Ben Simmons with Philly said it best. Like he said, "Ha ha, yeah, okay, buddy, see you soon." Philly's going to be amazing again. They're going to be better than ever. Boston gets a healthy Gordon Hayward back, or Hayward Gordon back. Sorry, uh, Gordon Hayward, fuck, back, and Kyrie Irving. They're both going to be back for Boston, who were there in the finals, anyways. You got Toronto, and we're going to learn pretty soon, right out of the gate, how well Kawhi is going to be able to transition into that. I still think it's going to be great, and I still think they're going to be the best team in the East. Cleveland is the fourth best team in their own conference right now, and I don't even know if they're going to end up there. So you think Celtics win it in the East? Yes. If everybody on this Celtics stays healthy, Celtics win the East. And you think Golden State Warriors in the West? Absolutely. Because I think the uh, Rockets had their chance, Chris Paul's hammies, it ain't going to happen this year. So who wins it all? What? It's not going to happen this year. Carmelo. Carmelo Anthony is 60 years old. He is that 60. guy. He's going to be like Randy Moss joining the Patriots. He is he's 60 years old. Yeah, if Randy Moss was fat who's gonna and win worthless. Who's going to win it all? Warriors are going to win it all. So here's that again. I bet you're right. Yes, I'm right. Everyone's right. The let's Warriors, go, let's go to Vegas, the biggest right. offseason move that nobody talks about is that the Warriors got boogie. That's insane to me. Yeah. They got an all-star for nothing. Like the Warriors, it's not even a shot. Yeah. But it, it irks me. It's like it's like the, the, Back to the this, it's it. like the it's like the Fab Five in Michigan when they were in college. Yeah. We're just loaded. Just with loaded. the five. Which is great. This irks me though. It's like it's so weird. And like let us know on Twitter because this happens with like every fan. Like, what was the jersey change for one of the all-time greats or staples of a team that they went away and then you saw them wearing something else and it very much bugs you? Kind of like, we're talking baseball, how weird is it to see Johnny Damon break the curse and then the next next yeah. time around he's fucking wearing pinstripes? It was, a, it was like, I remember Chuck Knobloch, right, who was with Minnesota. Who and he hit w- his mom in the head with a foul ball. Did he? He almost killed her. 
Wow. So what you're saying is my theory about the fan throwing the ball into the stands is true, and he and he could have gotten Earl Thomas. You made my point for me. <laughs> he could have got Earl Thomas, yes. But it was weird seeing Johnny in pinstripes, like one of the heroes Remember when, without uh, the beard. It, it's so odd. It right. Remember when Joe Montana went to the, the, the to, Chiefs? Went to the Chiefs? That was weird. And he had a, I think he had a different number, too, where it was yeah. like, oh, different color, different it, number. It does. It makes you feel odd, like when Peyton goes to Denver. Yeah, when, that was when a, Brett Favre goes to the Jets and probably more so the Vikings. No one, just, no one would have, no one would have ever remembered it. It bugs like that looks photoshopped. It just bugs you. It bugs you. It is weird. So, anyways, let us know uh, who you think like that. That weird. And, and of course, the, the weirdest one uh, was I think O.J. Simpson when he went from Buffalo to prison. You know that in that pr- was. Do you know this? I'm going to tell you a story about a him in prison. Different, different they color. used to cut in prison because he went. He. <laughs> OJ had some rough years after murdering people. Did, is did that he? he stole from he uh, armed robbery at an auction for his shit in Vegas. In Vegas, he, he found goes, out. Yeah, he goes to jail for it, and in jail they called him Daddy Juice because he was he was doing he was roughhousing with the boys in, in the out in the yard. Called him Daddy Juice. That I didn't know. Here's another thing you I didn't gotta know. Get some, you gotta get some. You gotta get some. What do you call a kind of, prison? It's a prison bitch, but I feel like he got himself a few sisters. I'm gonna transition out of this because it's making me uncomfortable. But here's the weird thing. OJ you know Simpson what, you know fuck what, guys in prison. I, Sorry, just you know, to get you know that what, out. You know what was weird? You know what was weird is when Mike, when, when Jordan went from the Bulls to, to the Wizards to, to baseball. Or, no, or when no went to, the, went to baseball. When, when he went to, he re- went to baseball. Retired for a little bit and went to And I didn't know about this. Apparently, People are saying that he had a gambling charge where he, he got that is kicked one, that out is of, the one of the NBA. That is one of the conspiracies. For two, for two Which years. he absolutely did. If Twitter, Michael Jordan was one of those guys that if Twitter and Facebook were around back then, he would have, he would have been one of the most hated people on planet Earth. Really? He, he, doesn't, a, he doesn't say much now. An enormous womanizer, huge gambling issues. Him and fucking Barkley were tearing it up back in the day at the casinos. Michael had here's, gambling here's, issues his here's, entire career. Here's where I have a bit of a of a problem with that. I'm sure that's true, but it's just sort of like that was kind of the deal with everybody. No, you're just saying that because you're uh, no, no, a no. degenerate gambler. It's just yourself. no one knew. No, you're, you're just saying no that knew. because you're of that now, ilk. Now, it's because you bet too much money on shit you shouldn't. That's true. And you're the, you're that's you're true. you're projecting your bullshit. Life choices no, no, it's... onto me because that's that's what you do. Well, you are a bad person. Well, so are you. I mean, that's why I have you on this show. But you, that's that's an issue with you and Michael. You and Michael would be good friends because you go to the casinos together and make that's bad true. picks against Texas. That's true. That I told you you should not make. <sighs> and you didn't listen to me. And now you lost all your money. And now you got to do this. Now show we with now me. we can now we can transition to college football. Now we can transition to college football. Yes, college football was uh, gigantic this past weekend. A uh, lot of great games. Big setups. Uh, coming up, we're, we're learning more and more that uh, Alabama and Georgia are two really good football teams. That Clemson has a gigantic problem. Well, it's with funny because right we had a, it's like it's like the the AP top twenty five and like all the teams. It's kind of like what you think it would be, but like back at like five years ago and forever, it's like Alabama was a powerhouse team that didn't have a quarterback. Now they're a powerhouse team that has a quarterback. LSU, a defensive juggernaut, awesome team, now has a quarterback. They never had a quarterback before. Georgia. From, like, Jeff by the from. way, from, it's funny. There's a Netflix thing about him where you see him in high school. You'll do that. You'll have mixed feelings. 
That doesn't matter. What the fuck? What, what do you feelings. mean mixed feelings? He's just, it's just, you don't want to, again, like with Jordan, you don't want to know. Why would what I, why would just, it, what do you, it's just I don't want to go look at a kid I don't want to know, school. I don't want to. Why would I go, why are you telling me to go look at a high school kid? Because I watched Last Chance You. I don't want to watch things on three, high schoolers. Episode four of, I think it's episode four, Last Chance You, the greatest television I've ever seen in my entire life. That's the last, the last 15 minutes That's of that show is the greatest television show 15 minutes, the greatest football game I have ever seen. I don't know about that. I don't want to oversell it. It's the greatest. I'm not sure on the episode. It's three, four, five. Get to the game. Greatest thing. I, that's all we have to talk about. Last chance you college football. Uh, sponsor of the show. Yes, college you football. Obviously, the biggest takeaway from the weekend was Ohio State, Penn State. That's where college game day was. And yeah. we asked you guys to show up to the whiteout game. Uh, to uh, hold up a sign for sports ball. If you do, you get $100 at the Archie store. Oh, that's nice. No joke. So we don't have a sponsor, but we're sponsoring other people. Correct. So we are now two and two on the season. Uh, we've had two people show up to college game days. Uh, we do not have anybody show up to this game day, uh, which kind of makes me happy because I hate Buckeyes and I don't like Penn State, so that's okay that we don't really have any fans up there. That was a hell of a good game, though. That was a very good game, very telling game in that Ohio State, being able to go on the road like that, uh, um, have some adversity, come back in that second half like they did, that's a mark of a really good football team. Um, the, the thing Penn State, though, should have won that game, and Penn State fans are not happy with what James Franklin did at the end of the game. Fourth and five, you don't really need to know much more than that. Fourth and five, Penn State has a chance to go win this game, get a game-winning field goal, seal the deal. They go for it on fourth and five on a run. And they, did they not take a timeout before that play? Yeah. They took a timeout. To, to they, talk, they talked about it. Because they, they liked the, they, what they saw, James Franklin uh, saying, and, and it's one of those things as a head football coach. If you, uh, your play call, you're either going to be a genius or you're going to be a moron. It just depends on the way it goes. That People thing... would have been singing his praises if, uh, if a run had worked on that fourth and five. They're obviously not because it didn't. They saw something in defense that they thought they'd have a seam. They thought they'd have a crease to go up into. Didn't happen. Either way, it's a bad football. Uh, it's a bad play call because Trace McSorley, Torching Ohio State that night had like 100. He had 461 yards in the air. Yeah. He, he can make plays with his feet. He is the guy that got you there. Always go with Daryl Royal, folks, and go look up the quotes by Daryl Royal. What do you do? Dance with the one that brung you. Yeah. That's Trace McSorley. Let him make a play right there. It was reminiscent of like the Rose Bowl last year, Georgia, Oklahoma. We're at the end of the game. Oklahoma went three and out on a chance to beat Georgia, and they ran the ball three straight fucking times with Baker Mayfield. I put that one on Lincoln Riley that lost that game. It, you give it, Coaches overthink this shit, man. Who's the best player on your team, Penn State? Trace McSorley. Let him make the play. I mean, let him make the fucking play. Yeah. It'd be like Vince Young passing on it that last down against USC. Everybody in the fucking world knew Vince was going to run it in. There's just certain things you know that you do. If it's fourth and one for the Patriots... We're QB sneaking with Tom Brady, the greatest QB sneaker of all time. Like, don't, we're not doing a trick play. Trace McSorley should have had the ball in his hands. He didn't. Ohio State goes on to win that game, and now it's going to be tough sledding for Penn State, and Ohio State basically just won the Big Ten. Go look at their schedule. They don't have much left. Yeah, they are going to be looking really good because they have had some, you know, high-ranked uh, opponents, and they've gone to, on the road. You know, they played TCU in TCU Texas. TCU beat a good TCU um, team. Uh, 
you know, it's funny. It's one of those weird things where if you know college football and you know what happened with the suspension of their coach, that's one conversation to have about all that stuff. But the, the side thing that happens there is like you fire up the team. And it's like, I feel like they become stronger. They have something to play for. They feel embattled, for right or for wrong. And they it feel is, like, and it's, uh, let's, let's not be, uh, let's not mince words, for absolutely all the wrong reasons. Well, but uh, yeah, it State, is for all the wrong reasons, is, but it doesn't matter. The, both, the, both of these teams, I mean, they, they, this is a case study in what winning will do to a scandal. If you win, it doesn't matter. Yeah. We're, we're not that far removed from Jerry Sandusky and Penn State and oh. Joe Paul and the ball ban yeah. and people seeking the death penalty. Kids these days probably won't even know about that. In Ohio State, we're weeks removed from Urban Meyer getting suspended for covering up domestic abuse. Nobody gives a shit. It Nobody's talking about even, that with Ohio State now. It doesn't Nobody's even, talking it, about child abuse with Penn State. It doesn't even make any sense because I don't even understand how it benefited him or the program to, to cover that cover up, it up. No. At, at all. Why? Joel, we talked about it a lot on the show because it's winning. And Zach Smith, Urban Meyer, decided that having him on my staff will help my chances to win. I wonder if and it's that's like, why he kept it. I don't even know if it was that. I wonder if it's just like... It absolutely was it, that. It's just like an ego thing. No, Zach Smith was his boy. He knew his system. Urban wanted his system in place. These college coaches, and that, that's even more to the point. When I, when I hear any fan talking about, well, Joe Pod didn't know, there is not a more meticulous group of people on planet Earth than a college football coach. They know who you're sleeping with. They know your class schedule. That's a good point. They know your favorite music, your favorite food. They know every single thing about every little thing going on in their program. Everything. They know the names of the mice in the fucking building. Yeah. So for them I mean, to not know although anything we, you know, is an absolute farce. And to say I otherwise, mean, you're a moron. You're probably right. No, no, no. I am right. I mean, you're probably right. But it's like when it, gets, right. when it gets to the point where you've had a college coach who's like 80 years old, I don't know. Anyways, we're going to get off Joe Paul. Yeah, huge game. College football starting the show. It's picture a little bit more. One thing we're learning half, uh, a little more than, or we're close to getting halfway through the season, nobody's beating Alabama. Well. There might be competition to be had when it comes to Georgia or LSU in the West. Auburn in the Iron Bowl, you still never know. Tua Tonga Viola has not played one fourth quarter. Wow. He's not yeah. put up Which one stat in the fourth yeah. quarter this year. That's he's how too, good he is, and that's busy. how good they are. He's like tweeting during the fourth quarter. Yeah. He actually tweeted that it's time to bring NCAA football back. Nick's, right. Yeah, Nick Saban is begging reporters to tell, to write stories about things his team uh, is doing, uh, what they're doing wrong. Now, when you're, when, you're, when, you're, when you're talking about details, this I absolutely do believe. And I absolutely do believe that with him, where it's like you have to have, like, a propaganda minister on your football team just so, like, you have to create a story yeah. every week to get them to play for something. Yes. The thing is, is that they really are the greatest Alabama team that I've seen. Under and Nick it's like, I wonder so if it's So far like, under Nick Saban, yeah. And it's and – it's, the thing is, they're, they're so strong that it's just sort of like the thing is, there's always a trap game, right? Yeah. And it's now, like the danger is you get overconfident, where it's just sort of like I don't know how long you can play that propaganda game when you're beating the crap out of people every week. Sometimes you the, just, the, the, you the just know. That, I mean, really good championship teams have had that issue in the past where you got to keep them honest, but then there's just marks of great teams. Like 04 USC, 05 yeah. Texas, 01 Miami, you know, well, 08 Florida, where you're just like, no, I, mean, I don't need to pump up this team. They're just going to roll. And but they're the, be fine. both those teams, like the, the, the USC team, they 
that came down. They lost a game, and Notre Dame almost came down last play. No, in that no, line. no. That was Same. O. I'm saying well, that was O five USC. I'm talking about well, O four USC that beat the fuck out of Oklahoma, fifty five to nineteen in the national championship game. No, but there's always that a game team. in there, and it's, and it's the same with Texas. Like where they had a game where it's like you're down to Oklahoma State in the fourth quarter, where it's like you have those games where it's like, oh, we could have lost a little bit. Now for Alabama, they have not played anybody really. They still have the West to go through. They still have to play Auburn. They still have to play LSU. But I, I still I – well, I mean, I we'll guess, see. I guess we're saying – Just don't. Because now as a, as a fan, you just need to accept it. A fan of college football, that is. You look for – you look because you're stretching, and I want to stretch to find answers to how to beat this Alabama team. It's just not going to happen. I'm not accepting anything because that's the great thing about college football is that they are – younger and they will like buy into like we are the greatest ever and I, and especially I do think with the playoff system I think there's a chance there's, I think there's always only, a chance I will make my prediction right now there's only one team in the country that can beat Alabama Georgia no UCF and I'm not kidding and I'm not kidding okay because there are two teams right now right now and there's a lot of football left to be played but there are two teams right now in Notre Dame and UCF that have a path to the playoffs. Not saying it'll happen, but they have a path. Notre Dame with big wins over Michigan and then beating Stanford was huge for them. They look great. Pretty much knocked Stanford out of the playoff picture. That might be enough for Notre Dame to continue winning. They play VTech, who's ranked this week. That'll be another ranked win. Maybe USC at the end of the season could maybe be ranked USC's trash. But that could be enough to get them into the playoff picture depending upon who falls and who gets knocked out from conference championship games. UCF is riding one of the nation's longest winning streaks right now. I think they might be leading that right now. I don't think it's Alabama. It's UCF, who has the nation's longest winning streak. Joel, if they go 26-0 again, that, that'll be the – not again. If they go 26-0, you got to put that team in. You have to, yeah. Nobody's beating Alabama, right? So just give me this. They will be the number one seed in the playoff. That number four team doesn't stand a chance, no matter who it is, no matter who deserves to get into that spot. Oh, man, you're slaughter to the lambs. Assumptions. So why not? Assumptions. Why not it be UCF, and why not let the Knights take a shot at Alabama? Nation, if you could have it any other way, because let's be honest, that four team is losing no matter what. If that is Notre Dame, Alabama will beat the fucking gold off their helmets. Nobody is winning that game against them. The only team that has a shot is David. And David is UCF. Mark it down. UCF has a chance to beat Alabama. I hope that you are right. I, I, but I don't know that I – I think you're making a lot of assumptions there. I think that, like, you've got to get out of the SEC first. There's that championship game. I think that uh, that's going to be a Even thing. if Alabama loses a game, they're still going to go to the – they're going to the playoffs. Yeah, they probably There's not are. a chance in fucking hell that team does not make it to the playoffs. Yeah, and you know what? If they do lose that game, that's going to make it even worse. That's better. That's actually that's better. It, yeah, that's going to make it for better. Saban loves around. losing a game and go win yeah. the title. But yeah. when does that stop them? Never. Can you imagine? It's if, never Can you imagine them. if Saban had to, like, purposely lose a game, what that would look like? He, he's could, done could he even it in the do, past. He, has he? They lose to Alabama uh, last year, the BCS National Championship, or the second last year. Uh, they lose to LSU in the regular season. They go to the National yeah, Championship on, on and purpose. beat LSU. They, pr- they, they lost a game last year. That's they on, won the National Championship. That's on purpose. It doesn't, no, but it doesn't matter. If Alabama loses, they're still going to the National Championship. I'm going to put them – well, they're going to the playoffs. And they're going to Okay, get let me give you – they a, could get beat by – I'm going – you know what? UCF is going to repeat as national champs. What if, uh, what if Tua goes down with an injury? Then they got Jalen Hurts. Then they got Jalen Hurts. Not Jalen Hurts – that was a bigger story, too. Jalen Hurts played – 
against Louisiana Lafayette. And that's significant because with the new NCAA rule, you can play four games this year, but you can transfer after that fourth game if you want to. He played game five. He can't redshirt this year. So Jalen Hurts, unless he just wants to straight up Kelly Bryant it and quit, he's going to be on that team. You know what's amazing to me now is that now like week four of college football is like the second biggest recruiting week in college football where now all of a sudden it's like you can That's have huge. you can grab some players which you can like which is big for Clemson because if huge, anybody got to see the ultimate Clemson. ultimate nightmare scenario happen to Clemson yeah uh, taking on Syracuse at home Syracuse was the team that beat Clemson last year their lone loss Clemson has had an interesting QB situation this year to catch you up to speed vaunted uh, freshman Trevor Lawrence coming in five-star crew looks like S- sunshine fuck Spicoli from fast times at Richmond High Guy's got a can of an arm. He can move around. He's going to be a good quarterback. Kelly Bryant, the vet on the team, sat under Deshaun Watson, led them to the playoffs last year. Very good, savvy quarterback who doesn't turn over the football. It's been a QB battle. Dabble Sweeney decided to go with Trevor Lawrence, who he thinks has been playing better this year, when actually it's, it's not that far off. Kelly Bryant was like, nah, I quit. And I support his decision. You have one shot at this life. He's, he's already graduated from Clemson. He wants to play football. Why would you spend that last year as a backup? I totally get it. So Clemson's nightmare scenario happens. Kelly Bryan's of like, course. I'm out. Of course Later, I'm transferring. The four-game rule applies to him. Trevor Lawrence does not look hot after, you know, the training wheels are taken off. It's like, there's nobody behind you. Um, Hunter fucking Renfro, who's on like his 20th year of eligibility for Clemson, is like the four-string quarterback. It was funny, too, because after the game and they had won <laughs> and they were do, like, doing interviews with him, it's like they literally pulled somebody from the stands to be the quarterback. Pretty much. They had to because Trevor Lawrence goes down with an injury. They have to put in their third-string quarterback. <laughs> I can't believe I played football. To barely beat Syracuse. And now they got an issue because I don't know if Trevor Lawrence is going to be okay in time because he got a concussion. Oh, yeah. that was you, a, If you saw that hit, that was the exact kind of hit you do. Do not, not want to, see. to take right and in I, the neck. And I will say that was Trevor Lawrence's fault because oh, a yeah. young quarterback trying to make a play doesn't well, you, know when to go down or get out you of bounds. Made, you made a good play. You made a good uh, thought earlier when oh, we were talking about this floor where it was only one. But it was just sort of like you thought like he might try and press because you didn't have like a, a guy behind him. Yeah. And it's almost like well now I got to now I got to beat it. the guy. Now I got to hit the corner. I got to get. I got to yeah. make a run. I got to get that first down. Ouch. And there's one thing that Kelly Bryant did not do is turn over the football, and that is what Trevor Lawrence did against Syracuse. Either way, Clemson wins, but ACC is garbage. Miami's okay. They bounce really back feel, pretty I, good I against feel that like, LSU I feel loss, like there's weird things going on in that part of the country where, like, a lot of the teams Well, there's a lot left to be decided. that weren't, like, the good teams are coming up a little bit yeah. where it's like, but you're right, the traditional powerhouses. There are only three teams right now that I think are the best teams in the country. And, again, I'm going to beat this drum. There's only three teams in the country that have beat all their opponents by 14 points or more. That is Alabama, Georgia, and UCF. UCF is a good football team. And their head coach, Scott Frost, he's not that good. He he gone to Nebraska. He ain't doing that good You think if Clemson quarterback comes back and is all healthy, not in the top, not in the top, Three? It just depends on how Trevor Lawrence does the rest of the season. That defense for Clemson big, big is one of the so. best in the country. That defensive line could all four starters could be in the NFL right now. That defense might be enough to get them to the playoffs, but they're going to need better play offensively out of Lawrence. But and he's a freshman. It's a long season for him. It's gonna. It's a tough, tall order for that kid. We'll see the rest. We'll I know Alabama's good. I know Georgia's good. I know UCF is good. The rest of the country, I don't know. I know we got a big well, game day this funny. weekend. Like, it's like, I think you, know, you call it, I mean, that makes sense in the SEC. I think you look at, like, the Big Ten. I think it's Ohio State, clearly. I don't know about Penn State anymore. 
the, the Pac-12, I'm just not seeing anything, right? Pac-12, I think, has played themselves out of the conversation. I it's think they be have. Really hard to say. Washington had a shot. They lost. Yeah. Uh, they lost to Auburn. That was pretty big. Stanford falling into Notre Dame does not help. No. Pretty much everybody else. Uh, you know, Arizona State was ranked. You can go USC to bed at 9 p.m. at night now on the set. You no, don't no, no. have to I watch. Always stay up for you Pac-12 don't have to watch dark. those games. They're not. Pac-12 important. after dark so is awesome. So that takes us to of the Big 12. It takes us to the Big 12. Which, this weekend. So now, and we have some strong opinions about We have this. some strong opinions, Which, but first we have to make an announcement. Again, it's college game day, so that means we want you guys want to show guys up to where show. college game day is. You win $100, $100 if you show up with a sports ball sign at college game day. Mm-hmm. And this weekend, this weekend, it is Texas, Oklahoma. Red River Shootout. And it's called the Shootout. It's not called the Showdown, and it's not called the Rivalry. Because that's stupid. Red River rivalry. Say that five times. Do you know fast. what the, the best part of that rivalry what, weekend is going to be? What is it? It's going to be ESPN College Game Day and Fox Game Day coming together at the same place at the same time. So now you have the networks fighting. Yes. It'll be great. Because ESPN will not carry the game. It will be Fox. It's at 11 a.m. I want you folks to show up for this game. It's up at Dallas. This is one of the better rivalry games in college football from a historical standpoint and the fact that it's just a game you should go to because it's split down the middle. It's not like it's very, Georgia. It is very unique. It's not like Georgia, Florida, where it's like hot dog style. That's stupid. You got a buddy right up next to these people at the 50-yard line. You're a big fan Oklahoma, of line. Texas. Big fan of line. I'm a big, big fan of line. It's such a fun game, win or lose. I want you guys to show up for this game. College game day, Texas OU at the uh, Texas State Fair up in Dallas. Although it shouldn't be held at the Texas State Fair. It should yeah. be held at Jerry World. And it should be held at 7 p.m. at night. At Jerry that Ward. is such a fucking old man thing to say. No, it's a, that really is an old air conditioning man thing to say. and like you exactly. don't like air conditioning. like you don't have the brain. You want somebody to bring your fucking amoeba? Up? Like you have you have a you have a stadium that was built in like 1910 and like the concrete is like turning into powder. No, People they, are like breathing. They did the, the cotton bowl. It's no, fine. It's I've been not, there. It's not good. You're such, but it'll be a good matchup. It'll be a good you're matchup. You're such a fucking one percenter. Like I'm gonna go up to Jerry World. That's it. Will never. It I've, should never move to Jerry. I've World. never been. It should always be outdoors, and it should be the Cotton Bowl. It's a great atmosphere. It's and a lot of the roof. The roof moves open. It's open. No, it's not and the same. Up, I comes hate off. modern day stadiums. No, what's wrong with you? Modern That's day terrible. stadiums. Why would you say that? Nothing, to the originals. No, they have all the terrible food out there. Everything's Wrong. fried. The best stadium, best football there. stadium on planet Earth where every national championship and Super Bowl should be played is the Rose Bowl. The Rose Bowl, if you have not been, is the most majestic, awe-inspiring shithole of a stadium. But the, but the history and the pageantry, it is beautiful. It's amazing. No, it's it not. It gives that. you chills not, walking not, into it. There's not that I mean, much. the seats are so close together. You got like 1920s-esque bathrooms. It's 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 you can hear there's the, a lot of like pee there's a lot of pee troughs there's pee troughs uh, you know I'm not if women don't know that there's a long trough in old school stadiums where it's just a trough like cows basically, would eat from but it's dudes peeing at, at the Rose Bowl they have the pee troughs and then at the Cotton Bowl you just walk into a room and then you just pee on the floor. Well, that's what. It's literally used. just there's one drain in the center we of the made floor, that. and everyone's no, 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 just peeing. No, no, no. That's where the Sooners go. You pee on the wall. The Sooners go. You just Sooners pee wherever you want. Yeah. All right, so. I, again, what do we have? Do we have any contenders coming out of the Big 12? I think do, we, the, do we believe in Texas or OU? I do not believe. No, Texas has no discussion on the show, period, because they're not good enough to warn a discussion on the show. They are, they are not in the college football play. But they're sure. trending in the right direction. Uh, they are trending. But Oklahoma, uh, for them and for the Sooners, this is their first real test of the season because Oklahoma has played nobody up until this point. That Army game was very telling. Kyler Murray is 
lighting up the oh, stat he, sheet, his doing quarterback... better than Baker was last year. He's going to be yeah. a Heisman contender. However, Oklahoma has played teams that for com combined wins and losses favor the losses over the wins. They've not played good football teams. This will be the first real test. The team that I think actually that will come out of the Big 12 is West Virginia. If Oklahoma oh, loses to West Virginia, that's I a, think that's, West Virginia can't wrap You're going with the popular, popular drinking the Kool-Aid West I'm Virginia. I'm going with uh, Will Greer, his best quarterback. I'm going with Sills, his best wide receiver. That offense is insane. I watched him play against Tech. They're a little sloppy, but I think that team can boat race anybody and win, and I think they can do the same with Oklahoma. He's a, we're going to find out how real Oklahoma is this Saturday. I fully expect Oklahoma to, to beat the brakes off Texas. You're just, you're just saying all the things that I was going to say. You're just saying all the things yeah, I was well, going to say. I, I agree with you. Well, fuck knows they, haven't, they haven't played anyone. Oklahoma hasn't no. played anyone. But his QB rating is like, it's it's like 250-300 every game. West Virginia, they got Heisman uh, quarterback. They got two receivers that are fantastic. I'm not sure about their defense. I don't know if it's going to turn into like. It's a Dana Holgerson defense. They don't really have defense. It's called well, outscore the other guy. This is the thing where we're saying where it's like the Big 12 normally doesn't have any defenses. That's not entirely true now because Texas may not be a contender, they but have, they do have a defense. They have a very good defense. That they do. So, um, I don't know. Yes. And the other thing, the other thing about these rivalry games where it's like it doesn't matter what the teams are ranked and it doesn't matter what the talent is. It just doesn't matter. Yeah. Where and go look at last year's record. Texas was not a good football team. It was a game that Texas should have won and Oklahoma goes on to the playoffs. That's it is one of those games. This is like the Iron Bowl. This is like uh, the big game. Uh, this is like, uh, you know, there's only a few select ones, like you said, where it's like you throw out the records. Anything can happen. I don't understand what OU does to attract all of these great transfer quarterbacks. Because both Baker Mayfield and Kyler Murray, they were in different programs, and they have a way of finding these guys and scooping them up, and they become like superstars at well, OU. Well, it's called other schools, <clears throat> Texas, uh, Texas A&M make big mistakes. Kyler Murray didn't work out with Kevin Summon down there at A&M, so he transferred. By the way, Kyler Murray should have fucking come to Texas. Well, that's yeah. Every... Oh, by the way, Baker Mayfield didn't get recruited by Texas or any other D1 went to, program went to Texas in the Tech, state right? besides Rice. He had to walk on to Tech. Walked on to Tech. Yes. By the way, the Browns should have won yesterday. We should. We can get into the NFL a little bit, but I got to tell you, the NFL has been pretty fucking boring for me. Really? It has been boring Why? for me. Rams are the best team in football. Uh, I think the Patriots are going to be back. People are overreacting to beat the shit out of the Dolphins yesterday. That the, the acquisition the of uh, the Josh NFL Gordon has Pico. not been exciting for me. Kind of what you talked about with the penalties, with the holdouts. It's been sloppy football. I don't. There has been definitive number of games that have been decided by a penalty or like stupid, a non-call. Yeah. Like there was definitely a strip. Uh, 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 of uh, the the Browns definitely no, the stripped Brown, the Raiders. The Browns beat the Raiders yesterday. Let's they, not, they they stripped they that ball. It was as, it was as clear as it could yeah. possibly be, and they they called it down. And their story, the ref story, was it was forward progress. Yeah. By the way, if anybody insane. wants to look up, that crew was led by Walt Anderson. If you Google Walt Anderson Green Bay Seahawks, you can be like, oh yeah, that fucking moron. Terrible crew. God. Terrible crew. It's hard enough. Like, it I mean, it, I mean, it's hard enough with the rules yeah. that were established. Yeah. Where it's like a call, every game is going to go wrong. It's yeah. going to go against you. And it's just like it's been, this is NFL has been a sloppy, sloppy product. You can see, like, I think there was a play this Sunday with the Green Bay Packers uh, linebacker. He, like, hesitated. He, was, he had an opening. He turned the corner. And, yeah. like, I feel like he hesitated. It's been rough. Yeah. Huge game this weekend. Remember, college game day, I want you to show up. And there's so much that happened last week in college football, Joel. I, I, I came up with a new segment. 
Just because there's so much to get out, it's called Boom Roasted. Boom Roasted. Do you know what Boom Roasted is? No. Okay. Tell me. It's where you roast somebody for doing stupid shit. So I wrote a few down. Is it me? Uh, and I want to see what you guys think about this. Tell me. All right. Hey, Penn State, bet you wish you could use some whiteout to redo that last play. Boom Roasted. Okay. Uh, I wonder what kind of frost scares people in Nebraska more. Scott Frost coaching a football team or Icy Frost that could ruin the state supply of corn and make them go bankrupt. Boom, roasted corn. No? Okay. Uh, knock, knock. Say it. Knock, knock. Knock, knock. Knock, knock. <laughs> no, who's there? Who's there? Sarah. S Sarah who? Sarah who? Sarah who? Syracuse blew it against Clemson. Boom, roasted. Wow, okay. What about this knock-knock joke? Knock-knock. Who's there? Uh, we really need. We really need who? We really need Kelly Bryant back. Oh, my God, we're screwed. Signed Clemson. Boom roasted. That's not okay. Hey, uh, what do Jimbo Fisher and a Catholic priest have in common? Both like getting rough with kids. Boom, roasted. Okay. How many teeth do uh, most Alabama fans have? Tua. <laughs> That's a good one. Tennessee, you're so bad, you should volunteer to quit. Boom, roasted. That's a reversal of intention. The, that's I their mascot, yeah, or they're the, the volunteers. That's the same thing. Hey, Stanford, if a tree falls in the woods, no one cares. You got beat by leprechauns. Boom, roasted. Anybody? Nope. Oklahoma beat Baylor 66-3. Baylor would have asked the Sooners to stop, but they don't know the meaning of the word. Boom, roasted. Oh. What, this is not working for you? Fuck, fuck y'all, those are funny. That's not funny at all. You know what is funny? Hmm. Like, have you seen the Flyers' new mascot? Oh my God, uh, yes. Imagine if you took, like, a Cheeto and then injected it with crack. <laughs> that's basically that what be, it looks that's like. That's what it'd be, right? It's gritty, I mean, yeah. we'll put up a picture of this thing. This thing is if you, ridiculous. If you, if you interact with it, you get powder all over you. It's the most- And it's not Cheeto powder. That's funny because you said crack and that's- uh, It's crack. methamphetamine. Methamphetamines. Yeah, it's just, it's a meth- If you took methamphetamine, and injected it with methamphetamine, it would look like the Philadelphia Flyers' new mascot. It is bugged out craziness, and I love it. It, it fully represents Philadelphia. Uh, yeah, although I will give him credit. They, he does have a good Twitter account, so I'll give him that. This is very but, funny. But I, can't, I cannot picture, I cannot imagine a worse mascot. I cannot imagine you what say a that, worse... Because we, uh, we actually got a mascot for the show. <laughs> oh, my. Fuck. Wait, did he really knock himself out? He'll be fine. Oh shit, 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 don't, don't move him, don't, don't move him. Wait, are you, are you, are you serious? Whoa, uh... That was our new mascot. That was like, um, that was like... Lo Lobster Rolly, man, we'll have to come up with a name that for That was it. like a giant STD crab. Would you know what those look like, Joel? They have, they usually have little Hawaiian shirts. <laughs> they really? Yeah, and they, you know they, this from experience? They roll or, or skate around. Do they? Roll around the... I don't like how you've turned this around on me. region? I'm not the one. You're the one that took it there. I didn't... I don't think anybody was thinking there was. That was the only place that you could take it, really. Right? <laughs> Wasn't it? We got to move away from the mascot, but that was our... It's crustacean. We got to come up with a new name for our mascot, so hit us up on Twitter about that. All right, Joel, let's get to these picks with your money makers, all right? I'm going to roll through the picks. Okay. I just want to hear what you have to say. Okay. All right. Uh, we have number one Alabama at Arkansas. I'd have to imagine the spread is like 60 points. As I don't know. I don't know what the what the spread is. I'm taking Alabama. <laughs> yeah, I'm taking Alabama. I'm taking Alabama. Yeah. I'm taking Alabama to put up 70 on Not Arkansas. Not only is Alabama really good, 
Arkansas is bad. Very bad. Lost to North Texas this year. All right, number 19, Texas uh, taking on number seven, Oklahoma. Red River shootout. <sighs> Fuck off all you PC dickheads who guns and whatever get triggered. It's shootout, not robbery or showdown. Who wins this game? The robberies. The robbery ones. I, I uh, apologize. This is going to be the one time I'm just going to be a jerk. I, I, have to, I have to take Texas. You were wrong. I, I, I don't know what's going to happen. It's going to be uh, it's going to be Oklahoma in this one. The Horns have not been able to close what? out any games. Think Texas plays them tough. Let's but say Oklahoma knows how to close out. Texas does not. Let's say that the over under and I'm making this up. Let's say it's 55. You take the over or the under. Under. Okay. Nope. Over. I forgot we're playing Oklahoma. They'll beat the brakes off Texas. Um, They've lost LSU, the number five LSU at number 22, Florida. Who do we like in this one? Um, LSU's going to kill him. You think LSU's going to kill him? I agree. Go, Coach O. Florida State taking on number 17, Miami. Uh, I like this game, or I used to back in the day. Florida State could erase their disastrous start to the season with a win over Miami. Is that going to happen? You know, the main problem with Florida State is that they don't have anyone to play offensive line. So I'm going with the U. I'm going to go with the U as well. And then number Notre Dame, uh, number six Notre, uh, number six Notre Dame taking on number 24 VTech. VTech, same team that lost to Old Dominion. How the fuck they're ranked is beyond me. Yeah, how do you? How does that? How does that work? I don't know. Not going to try and figure it out. Doesn't make sense anymore. Polls are stupid. Notre Dame uh, at VTech. What do we like in this one? Clearly, that's a, uh, Notre Dame. Another great example of like, hey, let's try a different quarterback. Oh, he's much better. It's Notre Dame. Ian Book, uh, Dyson. All right, and then Joel. This show's going to come out. I mean, hopefully we're right. Who do we got? NL Central Brewers Cubs tiebreaker game. Who's you know, winning? you know, we're going with the Brewers. We're going with the Brewers, yep. and then NL West Rockies Dodgers. We're I'm going with the Dodgers. I'm going with Dodgers as well, and then the AL Wild Card A's Yankees. Who we got? It's Yankees. I'm going upset city. Baby. Good. I'm going upset. I city. hope you're right. I'm believing in my A's. Let's get it done. I hope you're um, right. That's going to be it for today's show. We were going to do a fuck you, Tyler, but it was so bad. I don't want to play it. Instead, I'm going to play something even worse to take us out. Uh, it is Texas OU. Uh, it's a great game. Don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, to uh, show up to College Game Day with your signs. I want to give you some money to the Rooster Teeth store. Uh, and to get you excited for the game, we're going to play you out with this number one single straight out of Norman. Joel Heyman, Tyler Coe, thanks for joining us on another episode of Sportsball. Those Austin dips, Oklahoma gonna spoil their dreams. They say they won this, they say they won that, but they ain't the Big 12 champions. So cry your burnt orange tears, another wasted year, all because of the Crimson and Cream.